reason you trained to be an electrician for all those years is to earn good money, right? Because if you're happy earning sort of 20 grand a year, then you might as well get a job in a factory. And how much you can make as an electrician, it all varies, depending on the type of work you do. So in this podcast, I'm going to explain how much you should be charging and how much you can actually be earning as an electrician. Toolbox Talks for Electricians, loading electricians with the tools and the skills they need to reduce stress, gain back time, and of course, earn more money. Welcome back once again. My name is Ben, your Toolbox Talks for Electricians host. And in this podcast, you'll find out why you should be charging so much money as an electrician. And if you don't charge that, you might as well go work in a factory or do something different because you're trained to be an electrician. You've done all this training, so you might as well make it pay. And as I've learned over the years, there's a few different stages to sort of being an electrician and we've all got to start somewhere. So doing a job for your mum's best mate, Karen, who lives down the road for 20 quid. Yeah, you can earn a little bit of pocket money, 20 quid. It's an easy job sticking a light up. But it's not going to give you the way to build electrical business. It's not going to sort of drum into your head the foundations of how you want to build this business and how you want to progress as you go on with sort of new customers and not your mum's mate, Karen. Because if you keep doing these jobs for maybe 20 quid here, 30 quid there, and let's be honest, a favour is a favour. But if you do too many favours you're not going to be making enough money. And that's the plan, right? You started to be an electrician because maybe you see it as a good way to earn a good living. And that's what you want to be charging from the offset, from the beginning. You don't want to be doing these favours in a way because it's a business at the end of the day. And we're all in business to earn money. When I was younger, I never even thought of being an electrician. It didn't cross my mind. I wanted to be a mechanic. So I became an electrician to earn good money to obviously buy nice things. Because when I started out, I started out as an electrician's mate. And the reason that I started out as an electrician's mate is because in college, I was working as a mechanic. And then I jacked that in because I... I didn't see it going anywhere. I saw the guys laying underneath cars at 40 years old. It weren't really my cup of tea. I didn't want to do that. So I thought, right, I want want these Ferraris. I want this nice car. I want to have some good money. So I went back to college to be an accountant. And whilst I was at college, uh, obviously you have the summer holidays off. So in the summer holidays, I got offered a job as an electrician's mate. Well, the first week I was there, I was in Manchester, and then second week I was in Luxembourg, next week I was in Paris. Well, I thought, well, this is good. And then after a little while, through the summer holidays, I was offered an apprenticeship, an apprenticeship that I stayed with that company, and they sent me all over the world. And the funny thing is, it wasn't actually, and it was an electrical company, it's called Grenzels back in the day, it's gone now, but it was a DC power engineer company where I worked on telephone communications. And the funny thing is, what I know now, you didn't necessarily have to have a qualification to be a DC power engineer. It was sort of under the same umbrella as being an electrician. It was electricians who did DC. It was quite new at the time, back in, well, that's got to be back in 1999, I think that was. So the company that I was being an electrician's mate for, they said, would you like to do an apprenticeship? And when they offered me the apprenticeship, I remember I was in Japan. I was in Japan working away and uh, I thought, well, yeah, I like this job. It's quite good. So I was told I could start a college and get an actual qualification in what I was doing. But obviously I missed the first week of um, 
college because Japan was fun and I didn't want to come home. But the going hourly rate these days for an electrician is around £30 to £45 an hour. And yeah, that seemed a lot for some electricians because it seemed a lot for me that long time ago. But I wasn't taking everything into consideration. With the van you buy to start with, the tools you need, they ain't cheap, not the good ones, and the tester cost me over a grand, and the tax for the van, the insurance for the van, the fuel, the wear and tear on the van, the public liability insurance, the list goes on. We all have to pay out quite a lot to be registered to be legal to work in a customer's house, or legal to work in a commercial or industrial premises. These insurances and sort of regulations you have to pass, they cost money, and Touch wood, I've never had to use the insurance, but you have to have that in place. It's exactly like car insurance. You have to have it in place because if anything does happen, you're covered. But in my experience, a lot of customers, they don't seem to see the value of, say, £30 an hour. Why would I pay an electrician £30 an hour to come around and fix a light or to fit a light? They don't really see that until it's too late because the amount of times I've been to a house and quoted for a job... But been told that, sorry mate, I can get someone else to do it for a lot cheaper. And they go get another electrician, they do the job for them. But then in a few weeks, they ring me up and say, uh, yeah Ben, we had this electrician come round, but it doesn't work anymore and we can't get hold of him. So you get called up to come sort it out. It's the same scenario nine times out of ten that maybe they've had all their kitchen rewired. The guy that done it was more than likely not an electrician, that's why he's done it so cheap. And it's all done wrong. They've had it tiled, painted, plastered and finished. But unfortunately, it doesn't work. It doesn't do the job that it's intended to be used for. You can plug in maybe all your kitchen appliances. The kitchens are the worst because obviously if you've got your toaster, your kettle, all the things that actually pull current. That if you've got a 32 amp ring circuit in there, you're going to more than likely use a 32 amp with the tumble dryer, the washing machine, the dishwasher. All the appliances can possibly be on at the same time. But they might have got an electrician that come in there and says, yeah, I can do this for a lot cheaper. And he's just maybe spurred off of a spur that was already there. So it's maybe caught fire or maybe gone faulty. Any reason, for a number of reasons, that it just doesn't work. So you get called up as an electrician to sort it out because maybe you were expensive the first time around and didn't actually do the job, but they're hoping you'd be able to fix it for 50 quid. And like I say, when it's too late, that customer realises this is why you are maybe 200 quid more expensive. And when they ask me to sort of match the other guy's quote, obviously, you don't do it. You don't, I don't want to do price match. I don't do price match for other electricians. If some electrician comes along and says, hey, I can do it for £10 cheaper, well, let that guy do it for £10 cheaper. You'll uh, realise one day why he's doing it £10 cheaper. He's probably not using the right kit. He's not using the like proper kit that will probably last I always tell customers I do a job to last not just for to work at the same time not for work until I've left the front door I do it to work and if there's a problem you can call me up because as I always explain to a customer if you're not happy to do for me to do this work for maybe 500 pounds there's gonna be someone down the road that will that someone else that phones me up, a phone rings constantly all day. So the more quotes you put out, the more quality customers that you're going to get that will see the value in your work and then what you're doing, the electrical insulation, what you're doing. And there is electricians out there that will just undercut to get the job because they want to get the job. They're not necessarily gone into sort of the detail of when they go there, they look at the job 
and they actually sit back at home and detail a quote out, say, right, how much cable are going to use and how, what boxes are going to be used, what kit am I going to use? They detail out the quote, but then you send that to the customer and the customer will use your quote to barter with other electricians. And if your quote says £500, another electrician or tradesman or whoever, sometimes I don't even believe they're electricians, will come along and say, right, that says £500, I'll do it for 450. There we go. Make safety 50 quid straight away. They don't even look to the job. They're not even interested. They just want to get the job, to get the 450 quid off them. And those sort of people are more than likely going to go to the customer, right, yeah, I need cash up front to get materials. Well, in my eyes... You don't need the cash up front for a job. I've never asked for the full amount of material cash up front because you've got an account at wholesalers and you don't pay the bill for sort of 30 days. So I'll never ask for like maybe if the job's £500 but I need £300 to start. No, it's, it seems a bit cheeky to do that. I'd rather get the job started, get materials on site so they actually see the value in what they're buying from you than maybe ask for a part payment if it's a big job. It's a rewire. You, you'll explain to them there's stage payments, first fix and then obviously second fix. That'll be the remainder of the quote or the invoice or the job sort of thing to pay for. So even if you're just starting out with your own business as an electrician, don't start out cheap especially not too cheap because the problem with that is if you start out cheap for some job that person will promote you to their family and friends definitely you'll think fantastic but they won't say this is a good electrician he does a good job they'll say this guy will do it he's well cheap so you'll be known as a cheap electrician and you'll get people phoning you up for cheap jobs and it can easily spiral out of control because, yeah, you'll have plenty of work. You'll make, say, 20 quid here, 50 quid there, 100 pound there. But then when you add it up at the end of the day, you think, I've run around like a bloody nightmare all day and not actually made a good amount of money. Like any electrician that's sort of not charging themselves out as 20 pound an hour or more, basically, you're not making enough money as an electrician. You, you might as well go get a job in a factory and push a pallet truck around all day where you haven't got nothing to worry about, no comebacks, you're just working for someone because I think they get paid around 20 grand a year just to do that. If you're going to build a business as an electrician, you need to start as you mean to go on. And unfortunately, this type of thing is not taught in college about what to charge or how to build a business or how to deal with customers because in college they just teach you how to do the job and that's obviously the main thing of what you want you need to be able to get paid so you need to have to learn how to do the job but how to start a business is something that I sort of missed out on I think and had to learn the hard way as growing over 20 years and with that I would recommend stating straight away what's your minimum charge what is your minimum charge to churn up say that's 50 quid it'll cost me to come to that property to fault find because if you turn up for 10 minutes for an hour it's still going to cost you the same amount it's 50 quid to get there get your tools out get in the van and let them know as well let a customer know that you'll be there for an hour but after that an additional hour is 30 pound more because you don't know how long the fault's going to take you. You don't know how long it's going to take to repair. Obviously, if you're there for 10 minutes, you can say to them, right, it's 50 quid, and I'll tell you, you need a new cooker, or you need a new cooker circuit, or the ring main's faulty, and this is what I need to do to rewire it. You can tell them the fault. But um, nine times out of 10, a customer is happy for that information. And the, the, to cost them 50 pounds to know that. 
And it does happen quite often where you go to a job and you can fix that problem within minutes. And it does happen all the time, let's be honest. But all the customers see the value in that £50 because they, they didn't have a clue what to do. And to be fair, I don't blame them. With a house full of maybe kids, pets, animals, and they're not electrician. They don't know what they're doing. They don't, they, a lot of people say, I don't like touching electrics. Well, I don't blame you, mate. It's exactly the same for me. I do not touch anything to do with gas. I'll fit a tap here and there or maybe have a go at a radiator. To be honest with you, I'd rather pay a plumber to do it because they do a 10 times better job. But I won't play around with gas or anything because it's dangerous. I'm not trained in that. I don't know how to seal gas properly. I haven't got the right kit to test if there's a leak. And it's exactly the same for electricians. If you think of it like this, say your van has got a fault on it and it stopped working. You think maybe, yeah, I know a little bit about engines, so I can, have enough, I can do enough to get this uh, vehicle going again. So you spend about a day taking that engine to bits, looking for that fault. And then you give up sort of thing. So you give it to a mechanic to take a look at it. They turn up with their £10,000 piece of kit and plug it in. And that kit will tell them exactly what's wrong. So they know where to look. And they go to a sensor, unplug it, plug a new one in. And it's cost you £50 for them to fault find and £20 for the new sensor that they just plugged in. Well, how much time would that save you in the long run? And it's exactly the same for an electrician. Because I've personally learned that lesson in the, the hard way sort of thing where I've taken cars and vans to bits without calling a mechanic. And then when I eventually do call a mechanic, it takes them 20 minutes to fix. Just call a professional for the job. You'll get it done right and you'll get it done properly. Because electricians are exactly the same. If you know what you're doing and you've got the right kit and you know you've got the knowledge because you've been trained to use that kit... Well, that's going to be priceless. And doing jobs for people who understand this and how it works, that's the type of customers you want to deal with all the time. That's the type of customers you want to fill up your customer base with and keep working for. And they'll tell other family and friends that, yeah, this electrician knows his stuff. He fixes it. They won't talk about how much it costs or anything because it won't matter. They won't care. That's the sort of customers you want to attract into your business. I think it's an ongoing joke with maybe some family and friends. Well, I see it as a joke anyway because I don't take it to heart. But they always say, like, Ben's a bloody rip-off. Well, yeah, I agree. But you don't have to call me. There is a lot of electricians out there, other electricians out there, that you can call to do the job. And they'll do the job for you. It's fine. But I will happily sit at home and watch TV or walk the dog. But no, that phone keeps ringing and every day... There'll be electrical problems that need fixing and there'll be other people out there. If someone says, Ben, can you do this for a tenner or do this for 20 quid? Sorry, mate. There's a guy down the road that will pay me what I'm actually worth and what I've actually trained all these years to do. So no, I'm not going to do things for 20 quid or 30 quid or a cup of tea. It doesn't work like that. It's a business. However, when starting out your own electrical business, I wouldn't recommend sort of charging top money for your work straight away. Obviously, never charge less than £20 an hour because it's pointless you even doing this to start with anyway. But also make it clear what it costs for you to turn up and do the work. Make that completely clear to the customer straight away because there's nothing worse than finishing a job only for the customer to say, mm, I didn't think it would cost that much. I haven't got as much money. Some people say that because they know you've just fixed it as well half the time. 
So you want to state straight away, what's it going to cost for you to do that job? Back in the day, a long time ago, I did a, I fitted a cooker for someone. I told him it cost her £45 for me to pull the old cooker out, wire the new one in, make sure it is fine, test the supply, make sure it is in 6mm, not just plugged in, just obviously to do it properly. So I went round there, I, she obviously knew it was going to cost £45 to do the job, and I fitted the new cooker. And when I'd done, she said, I ain't got any money, Ben. I thought, what? I told you how much it was going to cost. She didn't pay me. She hasn't paid me to this day. This was sort of 15 years ago. I've never done a job for that lady once again. But these are the sort of customers you don't want to attract. And I don't know why she assumed that I would do it for nothing. And she didn't even have any money. It's You look back at it now, it was funny. It's one of them things. But I've learned a lesson. She obviously never got me to rewire her house. And at the end of that, saying... I haven't got your five grand, which was fantastic. So these are the lessons you learn along the way. But lessons that I'm here to say, don't fall for that trap because it happens all the time. But I have got a template inside of my Facebook group that I send to new customers. And I ask for a 10% deposit. And that confirms that they understand how much that invoice is going to be and how much the job's going to cost. And it will stand up in court later on because obviously they've seen that in that quote. They've paid you the 10%. So they know exactly. They've, they've read it. They know how much it's going to cost. So there's, there's no argument towards the end of it, basically. That's the whole reason I do that. Obviously, that's only for new customers because once you build a relationship with a customer... And sometimes some customers will even offer you to pay you the full amount up front. And if you've got plenty of customers over time, they don't even ask for a quote. They just say, Ben, can you come and do this? We need this doing. And that's the sort of customer relationship you want with customers, I think. In my opinion, that's what I want. I don't want to have to sit here and do a quote to say, oh, yeah, you're doing your kitchen. This is what it's going to cost. This is what we're going to do. A lot of people just say, Ben, turn up, get it done, pay you whatever it costs. Because I know you, they know, they trust you that you're not going to take the mick or make stupid amount of money out. They know what a relationship you've got with them. They know what it's going to cost sort of thing. They know that you're going to charge them a fair rate. But what if you don't run your own business and you work for a company as an electrician? Well, that's a little bit of a different story because the JIB rates, they state that electricians should be paid £15.54 an hour. Well, to me, that's crazy because I was getting paid that when I was qualified in 2004. However, not many companies pay you the JRB rate. I think that's for on-site maybe. I'm not sure. I haven't worked on-site on a building site for a lot of years now. So I'm not 100% sure what electricians get paid on-site. But a lot of companies, they see the value in an electrician and they'll pay them good rates for electrician to work for their company. And after a little Google, the average electrician in the UK is paid around £20.46 an hour. And obviously, this is depending on experience that they have and the qualifications and obviously location of where they're working because London gets some good rates, as I noticed. I'd always recommend starting up on your own business, though, because whether you're self-employed subcontractor or you're building a business for yourself, having your own customer base and not having to work for a boss or answer to a boss is the best way forward, I think, for anybody. So I hope this podcast has helped you figure out how much you should be charging as an electrician for customers. And if you're making around 20 grand a year as a fully qualified electrician, you may as well go work in a supermarket because I think they pay just as good. 
and taking the right steps to grow an electrical business is what you need to do. Like start off from the beginning and start off how you mean to go on. I talk about some of these great ideas that I've, I've worked out for me over the, the 20 years of being an electrician and I've even got some downloads to help you out too. All inside of the Toolbox Talks for Electricians group on Facebook. So check the link in the show notes below and come and join where I help electricians with the tools and skills they need to reduce stress, gain back time and of course earn more money. So until next time, I'll see you again. 